I knew it. It's Kathy's body under you the wax. You shouldn't have done that, my dear. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, folks, your weekly movie review podcast. And it is spooky season here. <laughs> I am your spookiest bartender and scariest author, Josh Price. And I am here with the ghoul boys, Greg and Shasti. How we doing? Yo, good. Doing good. Real good. I think the ghoul boys might be somebody else, but it's not trademarks. So we're going with it. <laughs> Today, we are going to be discussing the original, but not quite original, mm-hmm. House of Wax. True, true. This movie came out in 1953. It was directed by Andre de Toth. Had a budget of a million dollars and a box office return of 23.75 oh, million. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. 53? Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's, that's damn that's good. That's fantastic for that time period. Could I mean, you, some... you can you can inflate those numbers by seven <clears throat> times, at least. 700%. Yeah. At least. You know, so this yeah. is a big hit for that time period. Okay. Which is good news because they had some people to pay. Yeah, true. Well, we gotta we gotta bring the big man on campus back for more. Vincent Price as Professor Henry Jared. Um, we're moving on to Phyllis Kirk as Sue Allen, Caroline Jones as Kathy Gray, mm-hmm. Paul Persini as Scott Andrews, Frank Lovejoy, Lieutenant Tom Brennan, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Paul Cavanaugh as uh, Sidney Wallace. Also, honorable mention, oh, yeah. um, Mr. Charles Bronson as Igor, <laughs> the deaf mute. I thought that was hilarious. I didn't notice that at all. Bronson the movie. and the Python. <laughs> <laughs> right. With He's the look. Jacked. <laughs> Just jacked. It's a scary ready, to, ready to take down uh, Vincent Price's body double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vincent Price. He left something for uh, up for challenge as far as that first fight scene in yeah. this movie. But, well, sorry. We'll I mean, get there. We'll get into it. Let's. let's, let's <laughs> I'm a little parched. I'm a little parched. Yeah, there's a lot, you, of, a lot of fire in this movie. It's, it's kind of warm. Ooh, yeah. Let's have a nice cold drink. Today, we are going to have the Wax Bramble. So this is a traditional uh, gin drink. It is one ounce of gin, half an ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lemon juice, and about three ounces of champagne. Pour that all over some ice, and there you are. And some fire. It smells good. It's All like right. a, it's like a champagne lemonade, almost. Not too sweet, pretty tart. Champagne cocktail. Champagne cocktail. Champagne cocktail. I like it. Yeah, mm, definitely puts out that fire. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the gin, gin is a hard flavor to really play True. with. True. So this was this was a good, uh, it's a good place to land mm-hmm. as far as our first gin drink. That said. This is one of the oldest movies we have reviewed, so let's take our time back in time and talk about the great Vincent Price. So, at this point in his career, he's kind of been waning a little bit. You know, he was he was an old school actor, and this movie really brought him back. Uh, it this is the first major hit he'd had in probably five or six years, and it's a it's a respectable film, and it put him back in the in the limelight which is one of the things that cements it in its place in history. Right, right. It's a tough one to get behind sometimes, you know, Vincent Price coming back after those things into yeah. this. I mean, he did well. You know, it took mm-hmm. him a little bit to get started. It was kind of like the en- little engine that could. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And by the end, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. But at the beginning, I was like, all right, Vince, set it off, my man. Set it off. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He's he brings He brings that all-star caliber to this film. He really does. 
He's 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 got the voice going. He's got the intensity and the look, and he really sells this role. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to compare it to you know a movie he did somewhat concurrently around the same time, uh, the House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. That movie is very clearly just a joke from start to start to finish. <laughs> it's a mess. The effects are terrible, yeah. and then you you come on the scene with House of Wax, and. This is a respectable performance mm-hmm. in a respectable movie. You mentioned something about the voice of his. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a, that whole movie is a bunch of narrators. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? As far as the men's voices in that. Co- Actually, the yeah. women's too. I mean, um, Kathy Gray, Carolyn Joe's character. Yeah. That squeaky kind of high pitch. Mm-hmm. It was like almost look like you're listening to a record. You yes. Know, like a old it's that dialogue old record. Feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the, <laughs> the voices lended a hand to the whole, whole overall feel of this. Because, I mean, camera work was decent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think... We'll get into that. Plus, what, what's the main talking point in this movie? Practical effects. Oh, there we go. By Boom. far. We're spooky season. Let's so, get it. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, we have not seen practical effects on this level since probably The Thing. Yeah. As, as far as this show goes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this is, I mean, this is 1953. They didn't have computer-generated effects. And there's only so many camera tricks you can pull off. So yeah. every scene where there's fire, that's real fire. You know, and there's... These actors are really doing these stunts. Yeah, you can kind of tell for Vincent, sure. Vincent Price had his eyebrows singed off. <laughs> nice. So yeah, added yeah. to his later character in the movie. Yeah, right. And the fire scene. Yeah, they almost burned, yeah, they really burned his face. Yeah. He was dedicated lost, to the role. They lost control <laughs> yeah, right. of the fire for a little bit. He has no yeah. more hands. He can't sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it. by far, that is the the leading character in the whole movie right. is, is the effects. You know, that's, yep. that's top billing for me. Even for the release, I mean, it was released as a 3D Yes. Like the first 3D yes. and stereo sound movie mm-hmm. uh, for, for mm. a big screen release. I didn't mm-hmm. know the stereo sound. I didn't know that that was the yeah. first 3D. Okay, oh, that's yeah. cool. It's the 3D. Yeah, so I mean, um, a lot of the scenes mm-hmm. you could tell were shot for that. Like the yeah. guy with the, 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 ping the, pong, paddle, ball. the paddle ball. Yeah, right. And the, the can-can dance. Yes, yes. Um, so there's a couple of times where they directly address the audience. Like they, the guy with the paddle ball yep. is like, oh, well, there's somebody with some popcorn. Let me see if I can get it in the bag. Yep. Kick and, them out. This and the other. Go back and forth and yeah. like that. Yeah. And that was kind of looked cool. at like or looked at as a gimmick mm-hmm. for the critics at the time. Go for right. it. But at the same time, it's a, get, it's a gimmick to get people into the wax museum. Come on, bring yeah. it in here. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a carnival yeah. barker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Barker. That's actually that he's listed yeah. on the. I didn't put him in here because. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a cast member, he's listed, listed as Barker on the. I mean, that's that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to look at, there's only a handful of, of 3D movies that come out around this time and like the original 13 Ghosts is one of them hmm. and so the director of that movie gave out the red and blue glasses and you could only see the ghosts through I think the red lens gotcha. so he was that was even more gimmicky this flick it utilizes the 3D but it doesn't utilize it so much that it ruins the experience if you're watching it in standard definition mm-hmm. you know um, where a lot of a lot of 3D movies even today if you don't watch them in 3D, they don't have the same effect. Um, Robbie Rodriguez struggled with that with uh, one of the Spy Kids movies. He did that movie in 3D, and mm. it is a mess in standard definition. <laughs> but this, unless you knew it was 3D, it doesn't detract from it. Like, those moments are definitely strange. You know, you're being talked to by the carnival barker, yeah. but it doesn't ruin the movie. Not at all. Actually, I like that part. I don't know if, about yeah. anybody else. I thought that was kind of a cool additive to that movie, just to kind of... Cut the, cut the pace. Cut the, right, right. You know, the, I don't know. I'm, cut the, cut the wax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
And speaking of cutting the wax, so one other major effect, I'm not even sure how they did it, but towards, towards the end in the final action scene, we have uh, our, our female protagonist mm-hmm. who is fighting Vincent Price. And that's when his face is revealed to be scarred up because she breaks his wax mask yeah. and it falls off and it shows that, that like his so face cool. is completely burned. So cool. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> right. I kind of thought the same. Because his lips are still moving. Right. Like, it's got to be just this precision yeah. cut. And it seemed like it was there's a little bit of space in between his real face mm-hmm. and the, the wax mask he was wearing. Yeah. But it felt off. It, it fell off in such a way where it. Mm hmm. It was believable as hell. So yeah. For this time period, are you kidding me? No, with no camera? I, you got to be kidding me. No CGI, I should say. I mean, it's... Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. Same. I'm impressed. Throughout and the whole... Even the burning of the uh, the, the wax, mm-hmm. when, when it first kind of came down, and they and they he talked about them as being his friends, his people. Mm-hmm. They gave instance and, and gave... Totally. Homage to every one of those mm-hmm. wax people that were b- passing away, you should say. Yeah. And so for that to be taken from him... Mm-hmm. In such a light, in such a manner, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So he's they they establish his connection to the wax figures mm-hmm. in those first couple of scenes, so that when when his business partner lights the place on fire, you feel like he's actually murdering people, even though these are just wax yeah. figures. And he's fighting for him. Like I, we mentioned before, a little bit about how how, how can that little that little crotchety old man take down big old tall Vincent Price? You know, come on. Come on. After he fights off later, like five, five police officers at the end of the movie. Well, I mean, at the end of the movie, he's he's angry and full of rage. (laughs) Well, his friends are dying. Where's the gusto? I mean, his friends are dying again at the end. In the first one, he's he's just shocked. At the end, he's he's gone full villain. You know, he's got he's got that bad guy strength. Right. Right. In the beginning, it's like you know, every superhero villain is 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 a weak nerdy guy. In the beginning, but and then by the end, they're super. Yeah, I guess you're right. And as time has passed, the guy got his twenty five thousand dollar check or whatever. Mm Okay. I thought that was awesome retribution as he just like while him. he's counting his money. Yep, and hung him off the side <laughs> and put him right. He's the first guy and he's hanging like front and row center. Yeah. And that's great. I thought the movie's put together pretty well for for me being such a horror uh, hater. hater. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. This one was pretty cool. You know, it's actually a decent amount of idea originality. Yeah. Um, totally. I know it's it's a, it was based on another one, another in a book mm-hmm. before this, but. It came across well. I think think Josh Bryce did a really good job. I did. I did a great job. Um, Him going from good guy to bad guy I thought was really cool. You can see it in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And he talked about the eyes a lot on his... um, Yeah. um, his wax people, especially uh, his Marie eyes Antoinette, changed yeah. when he went nuts. Like his mm-hmm. eyes changed. You could tell he's got that glimmer. They might have been like I think blue or something mm-hmm. still, but there was there was some meanness. Yeah. There was something behind those eyes, and These that he portrayed it well. I know. Right? Are killing. And you know he's. Tell me one artist that wouldn't be furious that somebody's up there picking at your mm-hmm. your sculpture. You're like, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, lady, you're you're, get the you're hell down. Out. This movie is done right there. It's like, sorry, you're in jail. <laughs> and he, it, the second time she does it, yeah, like right. she goes back to poke at. It, he's like, you really shouldn't have done yeah. that. Like, he's still very calm about. It. He's like, no, I have to kill you. Yeah, like, that's it. That's done. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I think detracts from the movie is the character. It's two things, really. Two characters. It's the detectives. The cops, yeah. Because they are very, uh, like, goofy noir. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're cops, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. the good. They're narcs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they the, the, to... uh, the untouchables. <laughs> right. Because you know? and he, didn't, he couldn't even uh, tell about himself. You know, mm-hmm. he's, who, what do you do? I'm whatever he said. I'm in yeah. real estate or something like I'm that. I'm an engineer like, on the 13th yeah, Street rail line. Right. Okay, I'll, officer, I'll track. You're, you just lost your 
your badge too. But mm-hmm. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they like at, at the end after after Vincent Price has been boiled in wax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're sitting in the in the detective's office. They make two jokes about wax heads. Mm-hmm. The first is. Oh yeah. Well, ma'am, you just nearly lost your head. Do you want to take this wax figure yeah. as a, a substitute? It has a, like pan. The, the <laughs> shot pans out from her. From her wax from head. Her, yeah. Yeah. Wax yeah. And then the second one is they grab they grab Igor's Igor. head off of the shelf. And they're like, by the time he gets out of Sing Sing, this wax figure's gonna have a full beard. Yeah. And I think and that's it's it's so cringeworthy. Hokey. It's cringeworthy. So the movie was going so well until what? you took the, now you're gonna say that to this woman who's been through this much, like who'd lost her best friend, called everybody out for her mm-hmm. being dead, and now you're gonna be like, oh, 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 you want a, a keepsake of your head? Like, right. You gotta be kidding me. The movie was good. Remember that it. time you almost got your head cut off? That was that was great. It's, it was, with you. it's like it's like uh, people weren't as sensitive. <laughs> right. Well, we're, we're coming out of the it. we're coming out of the '40s still. So yeah. like everything is is. The MPAA or whatever the equivalent was back then had to be like, well, you can't be too serious. <laughs> so they have to make jokes. So what yeah. we wind up with is like the SNL uh, Tony Bennett. Like, remember when Tony <laughs> Bennett was on Celebrity Jeopardy and he's just talking about terrible oh stuff, but in that jokey manner? That's what's going on here. Yep. And it does take you out of it, but at the same time, it cements it in its time period. I suppose. It's like this is early 50s. It's kind Everything's of a walk out hokey. of the movie anyway. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, they're making, at this point, Hollywood has just transitioned from making a movie a week to, like, each, each studio is putting out a movie a week mm-hmm. to have it, having more structured uh, releases and having, having more value to the art and more uh, artistic design behind the film. So they're still transitioning out of the nonsense. Yeah. And some of it lingers. Well, I think... The main part of it was to have people laughing on their way out mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, that was fucked up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, I hope nobody send does out, that in our town. Send them out hitting up, hitting up the, the popcorn machine. Much different icy than the most current <laughs> House of West. Yes. Right. Much, very much different. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, when was that? 2005? I have no idea. With Chad Michael Murray and Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, right, yeah, no. What a, what a star-studded cast. I haven't there. seen that one, actually. <laughs> that was, I saw that first. I saw <laughs> both of those. I saw 2005 and the 1953, uh, when I, the same... Halloween season when I was in college. But as we start to wrap up, um, I would like to point out that this year we are kind of tagging uh, the different eras of horror or three of the different eras of horror. So with Tucker and Dale, we had kind of the postmodern. Um, with Friday the 13th, we had the beginning of the slasher movement in 1980. Right. And here we have, uh, we're, we're exiting the the creature feature being the primary horror film into this crime noir which dominates the genre mm-hmm. for the next 10 to 15 years and this movie kind of does that it's less hokey than its peers mm-hmm. even though we were just making fun of it for that um and it true it true. is less hokey than the movies that are coming out around it you have so, to talk about vincent price at some point yeah so yes yeah <laughs> and so I, I think that's why that's one of the things that makes this movie important not just uh historically speaking but also for why we chose it this year right. and why we're we're diving into it right now. But that said, here at Cocktail Cinema, mm-hmm. we also do something kind of hokey where we rate our movies out of a hundred tacos because tomatoes can suck it. So Gregory, Ooh. out of a hundred tacos, what do you give House of Wax? Still going back and forth. Sitting right at the uh, the B minus level here. Um, <clears throat> 77 tacos 72nd tacos I'm um, not the best obviously I'm, they've said it before I'm a 
I'm a hater of this genre, but I think they pulled off. They put they pulled it off pretty well. Vincent Price did a great yeah. job. Uh, the lighting in this movie stands out. Uh, practical effects. I mean, 77 all day. Totally. Yeah. Shasti, I give it a 80. Um, cool. Yeah, stereo. The first stereo mm-hmm. sound movie. 3D is. I you know what I mean. I get why yeah. a lot of the critics said it was gimmicky or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like. Screw what the critics say most of the time, right? Because yeah. it, it's carved its own lane yeah. in, in the in the cult mm-hmm. classics for for horror flicks. Yeah, and it's inspired a lot of other stuff that we still love and appreciate. Today. Absolutely, so eight, dig it, eight dig piece. it. Yeah, I can I can get on board with that. Eight piece chicken. I am gonna give this movie a seventy nine for a lot okay. of the same reasons. This movie is definitely important. I recommend people watch it, uh, especially if you are a student of film. Um, this movie has a lot of historicity behind it. Uh, but when you stack it up against everything that built on it, it's not the best of its genre. Mm-hmm. Um, still worth watching, but more in a, in a sense where you need to recognize its place in history mm-hmm. rather than uh, just how good it is. Yep. Um, because it started so many things that we do better mm. now. And uh, I mean, somebody had to do it first. Right. I mean, my sister came over when I was watching it and, and I just like had her walk in. She's like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> House wax. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't <laughs> get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Excellent. So the whole, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes score is varied Whoa. here, folks. Critics give this movie a 95 Holy and the audiences hell. give this a 73. So we're yeah. kind of sitting in right the middle, middle there. Yeah. So I guess that's fair. That's only 43 reviews. I feel like there's closer to 100 usually. Oh, right. like yeah, yeah, that's true. That's like true. Usually 80-ish. At least yeah, for yeah. what we've been yeah. looking at. But Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. We're in it's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right in the middle there. Um, so, folks, hop on down to the comments if you're watching this on YouTube and tell us what your rating is for House of Wax and let us know why you gave it that rating. Um, you know all the good stuff. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Um, if you're listening to this on a podcast provider uh go ahead and rate us every little bit counts every little bit helps we appreciate all of it if you'd like to go even further with your support of sippable opinions hop on over to our patreon at patreon.com slash sippable opinions there for as little as a dollar a month you can support us and get exclusive access to all of our content Uh, we have exclusive shows early access to our our uh, podcasts and pilots that you'll get nowhere else that said we're going to cut this one a little short and be a little hokey here at the end because, Greg, thank you for watching this ridiculous mess. I like Justy, <laughs> thank you for watching this ridiculous I'm mess. Fun. I love the movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, a good... it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We're going to stop now so you can go watch House of Wax, and we're going to say goodbye. You shouldn't have done that, my dear. I'm going to give the people what they want. <laughs>